This is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. So we are going to talk about weekend binges. Um, they happen to a lot of us. And the thing is that <laughs> we think that we're the only person that it happens to. We don't realize how normal this is normal. Um, it's been made normal. Um, it doesn't have to be our normal, but it is among a lot of people who have experienced dieting, um, who struggle with emotional eating, with stress eating, um, like a perfectionist mindset around food. And so it's like a normal thing. And I think what, what's really helpful is when we realize that it's not just us, it helps destigmatize it. And it's like, okay, cool. Other people are struggling with this thing too. Other people have figured this out without having to completely cut out sugar or cut out carbs from the way they eat cool, what's that like? And that question, that cool, what's that like? What would that be like? That question has helped me in so many different things in my life. And then also having the patience to know like, okay, there's going to be a lot of trial and error, and this is not going to go perfectly. Um, but that's how we learn. Former kindergarten teacher here, if you have kids, you know that kids don't just like learn something and cool, great, everything's perfect. It takes like seven, 15, 42 times of explaining something and practicing something for them to get it. When I was a teacher, a lot of teachers um, use this uh, way of teaching where it's like an I do, I'm going to teach you something. We do, we're going to do it together. And then you do, you're going to practice it. And while you're practicing it, I don't expect a kid to actually know exactly how to do it, to kind of come by and hold their hands and provide that scaffolding to help them. And so if we think about learning, oh, preschool teacher, um, if we think about learning in that way too, and then we give ourselves that grace, like, okay, cool, when I try something, new, whether it comes to food, whether it comes to um, exercise, like just knowing, okay, if, a, if it takes people, it takes a five-year-old a million times to practice something and learn something, just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you should get it like that. And sometimes it's really hard for people who have gotten things just like that to experience struggle because they're like, well, no, I, I should be able to get things just like that. Like, what do you mean I'm supposed to like make mistakes on the way like that's no, no no everything's supposed to go perfectly but it's no it's not like that's how we learn we experience things um in a trial and error and that's the thing is like when we make errors those are our learning opportunities so when i would teach a kid something they make an error that's when i'm going in okay cool i can see this is the error that they're making we're going to go in and that's my teaching point it's not uh i'm going to apply an f you failed, like <laughs> you don't go on to the next grade. And so I think if we shift our mindset around those things and we expect failure, we expect messing up um, and, and not applying a failure label to ourselves, knowing that we're going to fail on the way to success. Failure is not the opposite of success. So like weekend binges, they happen to a lot of us. Um, and usually what we do after weekend binge, we start over on Monday. We're like, oh, okay, cool. Like Monday, everything will be, you know, I, I can fix things up on Monday. Everything will be uh, clean and perfect on Monday, maybe starting over, um, a new whole 30. That's something I would do. Okay, fine. You know, Oh, whatever this weekend sucks. I'm going to start a new whole 30 on Monday, or I'm going to start at least, you know, a week. I'm going to follow this meal plan to a T. I'm going to track my calories to a T. Um, and so sometimes giving ourselves that out of like, okay, cool. It's okay that I keep effing up. I'm going to fix it and everything's going to be perfect. That can pe perpetuate this like, um, these weekend things is just like, Oh, everything messed up. Okay. I'll just start over on money. So if there is no reset button, but there is just a note, you're in this, 
then things change. If you can't, if there is no option to start over on Monday and you have to kind of sit with, well, if this is just how I'm eating, how is that going to look? I have a lot of people that tell me they'll fast on Monday as kind of like a punishment for themselves. Um, I went, I went way overboard on eating, so I'm just not going to eat anything on Monday. I'm only going to drink water and I'm going to fast. And um, I talk about this a lot, but like clean eating has become this like false religion and like these cults and like these false diet guru gods and a lot of like really weird religious cultish things happening. And it's like, no, you do not need to repent for your sins from over the weekend. Um, you can learn from them and like feel, you know, make your body feel good. But this like morality that we have around food and this like being good or being bad, like get rid of that and just be like, okay, cool. What's a way that I can eat that's normal? Um, and then, yeah, and Sunday we might feel blah. We might actually overdo it because we know that tomorrow is, things are going to be fixed. And sometimes we get this excitement, like, oh, my gosh, I'm finally going to get my life together. Like, shit's going to – I'm finally going to get my shit together. So sometimes there can be this little bit of excitement on a Monday after a weekend of binging, and you just, like, continue on because you're, like, excited for Monday. So what happens when we do that – so like we're eating everything in sight, everything in sight on Saturday and Sunday. We feel like crap. We feel tired and whatever. And then we start Monday and we're like, okay, cool. I mean, they're not going to eat or everything's going to be perfect. That can like continue on for a little bit, but that's the thinking and the behaviors and the habits and the actions that kind of gets us back into that cycle. I think that we think, no, one day I will just be a perfect eater. One day I will just look like one of those perfectly eating Instagram accounts that I follow. One day I will just have this like Pinterest worthy menu of food that I always eat. <clears throat> and the more that I've been interviewing people for my podcast, the more I see so many people struggle with these spurts of binge eating, these weekend binges, these holiday binges. Um, usually because they have been so perfect, so restricted that there's this thing that happens afterwards. And it's like, it's people that you wouldn't even think because you're like, well, no, they're so thin. They're so in shape. They're so fit. I look at their meals and everything seems great. They seem so happy. And it's like this secret thing. Um, and then eventually they'll be like, okay, cool. Actually, this is what was actually happening. And that's, that was the thing for me. Like I wasn't telling people like, Hey, like <laughs> I was like, I'm eating vegetables. Not like, Hey crap. Like I'm, you know, I'm also eating 17 chocolate cakes on the weekend. Like that's not fun to talk about. But the more that I talk with people, the more I realize like this is something that a lot of people struggle with, even the people who we think are perfect. And so, um, one of the things I do when I work with my clients, <laughs> kindergarten teacher, I use the book, The Very Hungry Caterpillar. So if you're not familiar with this, there's a caterpillar and he's eating food um, and he starts out eating like green leaves, plants, right? Delicious caterpillar. And then he eats some fruit and then he starts to eat like a whole bunch of junk food. And he's like a cake and salami and a lollipop and mm, I don't know what else, like all of this food. And then the next day, guess what he does? <laughs> he doesn't fast. He doesn't say mean things to himself. He just eats some leaves. He eats more plants. And so that's cool, and that's great, right? People are a little bit different. 
after a weekend binge of salami and lollipops and whatever, you might want to be like, cool, I'm only going to eat vegetables, but that's not going to keep you full. You're not a caterpillar. <laughs> food isn't just fuel. Food does bring joy. So there, so when you start to add in those components of joy, like what does it look like to be a normal eater? And I used to use this word normal eater and people were like, oh, I'm not a normal eater. I'm like, no, no, no. Like wherever you are is your version of normal eating. It's imperfect. Wherever you are, you don't want to eat exactly how I'm eating. You have to eat for your body. So wherever you are is your version. And let's start to incorporate more things. So let's start to not try to have this perfect week. But what does it look like if you're eating vegetables and you practice having some of your binge foods? Whatever it is that you eat. Um, over the weekend, it was just a holiday. Um, whatever those foods, like maybe you had cookies from Mother's Day or you had pie or something. What would it look like if pie was a part of your Monday through Friday life and you had to eat it in a way that was normal? And then you kind of practice that and you see what works for you. Um, through trial and error, what I found worked for me was like, I don't actually need, I don't, I'm not like looking for sugar during my day. I don't really need cookies during my day. I really enjoy having dessert at the end of the evening after my dinner. So that's where I kind of started incorporating it in. I also started practicing having candy within my day because I was going to um, my co-working spot and there was candy everywhere. And I was like, okay, cool. Like this candy is here. What if it's not off limits? What will that look like if I was someone that can be around candy? And so I would practice that. Like I would have like a piece of candy and be okay with it. And when I set it up that way where I was like, okay, cool, I'm fueling my body, I'm eating lots of plants, I'm eating lots of protein, and now I'm practicing having a piece of candy, and I set it up like that. I am practicing this. I am practicing having a single glass of wine. I am practicing having a single serving of Girl Scout cookies. I am practicing having whatever those things are that we end up going overboard. When we practice having those in our life and what does it look like to be a normal eater, it kind of makes the weekend binges um, less big, less extreme. And so weekend binges happen because we're perfect through Monday through Friday and that loop of like, oh, and we, sometimes we feel like, oh my gosh, I have to relax. I remember after the last time I did um, my last whole 30 in February of 2016 and then March of 2016, I remember I was like, okay, cool. I don't have to be perfect with food. And I, I remember I made a Facebook post and I made an Instagram post about this. I don't have to be perfect with food. And I put a picture up of pizza and then I ate that pizza and I had not, ex I had never practiced having pizza in a way that felt good for my body. But I just thought like, okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And it turned into this giant binge. I never set things up for myself to be successful. I probably hadn't eaten all day and then went and ate the pizza. So it was like, okay, cool. Like, hmm, my body was searching for calories. My body was searching for energy. All I had was the pizza there. I had never had pizza in a way that felt good. I just went overboard. So instead of throwing yourself into those situations where it's really scary, and I think about this too, like I would never take a kindergartner and throw them into a third grade level text. I'm going to provide scaffolding. I'm going to give them tools. Same thing you want to do for yourself. Instead of throwing yourself into a situation where there are a million cookies, um, practice having those things uh, gently in single servings, give yourself that exposure. What are you going to do? What, like, what would it look like if you were a normal eater around food? And I think that's a helpful thing too. Kind of like thinking about, you know, there might be people on social media that you have seen have moderate, like they eat moderately. What would that look like? Um, so looking to someone, you can look at my accounts and you're like, Hmm, Jacqueline can have pizza. What would that look like if I practice having pizza? 
Um, and you might not want your food to look exactly like mine. I don't think it should, but you can steal from me. I say steal from all of the diets that you've done and practice having them in your life. The last thing I want to say is that usually what we what we do with food is we are binging and eating everything in sight, stress eating, emotional eating, all of that stuff. I've been there. Um, uh, binging because we just went through a period of restriction. Um, we, we were perfect and we were not eating very many foods. Maybe we only had a list of like seven foods that we were allowed to eat, right? So this, this like restriction, this binging, um, all of these. So it's like the, we kind of go like this, like it's like, or if you think of a pendulum, it's like swinging to one extreme and then, and then to the other. And then we add another variable in where we're just like talking shit about ourselves as we're restricting and we're like trying to do this diet, we're being a bitch to ourselves about our body. And then we're binge eating. You're like, you suck. Like you're so fat. You can't do anything right. Right. So we're just being a jerk to ourselves all over the place, not listening to our body, not doing kind things to our body. Um, uh, saying kind things or putting kind things into our body in a way that feels good. And so we add all of these variables and we're trying to lose weight. We're like, Oh my gosh, I just have to lose five pounds. Oh my gosh. I just have to, I just have to fit into a bikini in summer. So it's like, okay, cool. If we want something different, we have to go about things differently. So what if weight loss wasn't your sole goal around food? And that can feel really scary. Cause you're like, no Jacqueline, like I do have weight to lose. I have, I have weight to lose. I have fat on my body. I never got to my perfect body. I never got to my goal weight. It just stopped being the number one thing on my goal list because it made me more obsessed and it made the way I acted around food um, very disordered. So it was like, okay, cool. What if I just get to normal with food and normal is imperfect. And instead of swinging back and forth, I just get to normal. And if you think about a pendulum or you think about balancing, balancing on your foot, it always kind of teeters a little bit. So like there might be a day you teeter. Um, but what if you just practice getting to normal and you take weight loss off of your goal list right now? And your goal is just to get to normal with food, just to get to what would it be like to have a week or have a month where I'm not having these weekend long binges and they might happen. That's the other thing too, is as you're practicing these things, you, you might swing back and forth a little bit. The way to stop binge eating isn't just to like hold your hands and, Oh, I'm not going to do it. That's just more restriction, but it's like getting more in tune with your body. What does it feel like to be hunger, uh, hungry? What does it feel like to be full? What does it feel like to have pizza? What does it feel like to have a lollipop? Right? So just kind of like practicing these things. And I think a lot of it, if we take a lot of the stress and like, Oh my gosh, everything has to be perfect. If we take that off and we're like, actually, this is a learning process and get setting a, de a deadline has never gotten me there. I'm going to see what this is like. Um, you'll see that things will move in the direction that you want. Um, I love when my clients come to me and they're like, Jacqueline, you know, I ha I binged this weekend, but it was different than past times. I didn't have all that guilt. I noticed when it was happening and I could stop it. And I knew what to do afterwards. I knew to just fuel my body, drink more water, eat more plants, um, not demonize the foods that, that I was eating. Um, know that this process is imperfect. And I think that that's going to help us in the long run. That's going to help us a year, five years, 10 years down the line. Um, just saying like, I'm never allowed to eat sugar. Well, if you're never allowed to eat sugar, then you're never allowed to eat sugar. But if you're like, what's it like to have sugar 
um, you kind of have to practice it. So guys, make sure you check out the link in my bio. I have an intro to imperfect eating course. Um, this is where I get everyone started. It's super low risk. Um, check it out. If you're like, how do I start? And can you hold my hand? Yes. Check it out. Link in the bio intro to perfect eating. All right. Take care.